0: Hello everyone and welcome to a very different kind of quick look because today I'm not going to demonstrate anything particularly nor are we looking at a brand new product which we haven't taken a look at before. All of the things before you are things that we've quick looked here in the studio before but what has been different with these kinds of things is that after we've done filming we haven't sent it back because in some cases it's stuff I bought and in some cases it's stuff that. Apple has been so kindly to seed here for a bit of a longer loan than usually and it was all so I could try completely doing something that I swore that would take longer for me to do again which is to wholly envelop myself in what has been almost frighteningly called the Apple ecosystem or the walled garden by some critics. So what do I mean by that? Well I mean that Regard like uh, apart from launching a new product like this, the AirPods Max or the AirPods Pro or the iPad Mini, the iPhone, the uh, the MacBook Pro 14, apart from just launching the products, letting us purchase them, and then just going about you know R and Ding new products for us to then subsequently purchase. Apple is, interesting in a much lo- is interested in a much longer game than that. In fact, all hardware manufacturers are more interested in a longer game because while they are going to sell us hardware, they want to rope us in and create an sort of an insular, um, sort of, as I said, walled garden where we don't force ourselves necessarily, but are enthralled and enveloped in a way of using this hardware through software in a way that is coherent and time-saving and efficient and nice. That is why every single manufacturer keeps yakking on about ecosystems. Because if I buy this with this, with this, with this, with this, they will start coherently working together in a way that makes it impossible for me to reach out beyond what is available here and purchase something else. Because at this very second that I start looking at another tablet in my iPad mini, well, then I don't get my Quick Notes. Then what do I do with my Apple Pencil? Then how would I uh, use Sidecar? There are all of these technologies, particularly software technologies, that is designed to keep me inside that walled garden. And now, again, The derogative term walled garden has often been used to criticize companies like Apple. So I wanted to reach in and see if I could learn something about being on the other side. I should say this was around the same time that my son was born, Sigurd, in the summer of last year. We were also in the middle of a lockdown pandemic. And what I found out was essentially I don't have as much time to fiddle, to set up, to personalize, to organize my stuff as I usually had. So I got myself an iPhone thinking that it would save me time and make my life more taken care of, butlered, in a a lack of a better word. And what I found was exactly that. And now I'm so deep in the trenches of it, that I really can't see myself reaching out beyond the products that are available here today. And there's a couple of reasons for that, but I also do have uh, uh, reservations about some of their solutions, meaning that I still don't use all Apple stuff all the time. There are still things that I use which has nothing to do with Apple, which we'll get to. So... I started using Apple products. And the more I started using Apple products, I started loving the way that they worked together. Now, let's have a few examples of this. So this is my iPad mini, for instance. Now, I usually had my Google, uh, my notes in my uh, Google Keep uh, app. Now, there are apps across a variety of different platforms for that, but I started really wanting to take notes by hand. So, I found out about this new feature, semi-new feature, called Quick Notes, which was essentially a little draw up from the left would pull up this little Quick Notes tab and I could very easily, with the pen that is magnetically attached, start writing. So, that was something that I was immediately drawn to and I started taking more physical notes. Now, all of that is easily transcribed and is readily available if you own, say, a MacBook. Now, my notes app here already have all of my different quick notes. There is some uh, notes that I took yesterday for a podcast, which I just had there. Now, all of this can be immediately recognized as regular old text, and I can convert it into that scribble on and then continue throughout my various devices. Even um, my iPhone has exactly, exactly the same. It is all here, ready to go, and I can even scribble on my iPhone if that's what I want. All Android-based or Windows-based alternatives do the same, but it's just so much easier and so much nicer to do it within the Apple ecosystem. Take these. These are the AirPods Pro with a nice little uh, case from Nomad, which was so kind as to send this to us. I use these all the time, and particularly when I'm here at work, I have these in my ears with a lot of gunk on them obviously and when I'm using my laptop they will immediately as in immediately find the laptop and transfer sound but if someone is calling on my phone they will transfer directly they are not even going to ask me whether or not they should they just feel like it's intuitive to transfer the like the Passover from one unit to the next when they see that there's a call coming. That also means that while I used to use headsets from, say, Razer or SteelSeries or whatever manufacturer we worked with at the time, I got these, the AirPods Max. Um, thank you so much, by the way, to Danish retailer Bifro for sending these to us. Um... I've just been able to loan them for a little bit, but I will buy them myself once I send them back in not too long. So I you no longer use like other headsets when I'm at work. I have these bad boys on from when I get into the office to when I leave. Because it automatically transfers to whatever unit it is that I'm using. I even have a Mac Mini, which it just directly transfers to that. It just knows. It's intuitive. It's nicely set up user interface-wise, and I'm just completely and utterly in love with it. And again, after I had my son, and I just felt like it will, It took more effort for me to do simpler things with my work, having all of this just intuitively take over from one another as I move into different phases of my day was just an absolute delight, and I have to say that. So, um, also, one thing that I found really easy is sidecar now we are waiting on a different kind of uh, of sidecar which was introduced with the monterey update earlier this year which is called universal control and what that essentially means is that if i have an ipad on the same home network as my laptop what will automatically happen there is that it will seamlessly start integrating my mouse from these two screens that just happens automatically and i can even very quickly file transfer by moving or dragging a file from one finder window to the next all of that is ready to go but currently we do have sidecar which to me is just incredibly neat now all i basically do is i add a screen and then i add my ipad and it should basically come up right here That is instantaneous, uses no cables whatsoever, and I know it is also available elsewhere. I just didn't find it to be that intuitive. And to me, this really, really is. So what I essentially do here, is that I usually have a list of stories which I can take direct inspiration from. Here I'm using Pocket, by the way, not Safari's own um, uh, like reading list. I use Pocket, I think it's nicer and it also works offline in a variety of different ways. So um, here you see, you just have more leeway in order to um uh, get a hold of the different things that you need and just expand your screen area now obviously this one is small i like my ipad small i just tend to use it more now that it's an ipad mini rather than a big cumbersome ipad pro but i mean look at this i mean sure it's not 120 hertz as this screen but it's pretty instantaneous i mean I absolutely adore this and it works with snap as well so my little notes window here if I just drag it up to the top it'll immediately sort of fit so there isn't a lot of different things going on and it also works with the various um, shortcuts that you have on your keyboard so if you want to switch between them it will also do that there and at the second that I'm just I'm done with that stuff I will just turn it off and then I'm done I'll put my stuff together and it will all work across all of my units. So uh, there are things that I don't like, which Apple definitely needs to work on more. And I thought that that would be a good way to end the video. So first off, I think Apple need to implement a way to have text-based file, like office-based program files, which are completely hosted within the cloud. So Apple would still have you write in say pages, but you, save a local file which is then automatically updated to iCloud akin to OneDrive or Dropbox. I still use Google Sheets for all of our work-based sort of uh, Excel-like spreadsheeting and I use Docs for all of the articles and stuff that I write for the site or templates for emails or even internal documents because I like them Host it there. I don't want a local file that is just accidentally backed up. I want it to be stored there and only live there so I can access it from everywhere. Apart from that, Apple really needs to work on their smart home stuff. Now, the main problem is that actually the HomePod mini, which is essentially I would say Apple's one and only alternative to a Google Home, isn't even launched here in Scandinavia, you would have to import it and then speak English to it. That's a problem all in and of itself, mainly because that here in Scandinavia, we mainly use iPhones. That's the most popular OS and phone. So why don't they want to expand their smart home stuff? And here I'm talking about both having the HomePod mini as the centerpiece of the smart home, but also just making HomeKit A better solution for everyone. I had to add my Philips Hue lights to home, and I had to add each bulb individually, not import all of the data from the Hue app, which is set up on the iPhone, into Google or uh, Apple's home app. It was a hassle. I like the UI better. The rooms have like, you can take pictures, which mean they are more directly associated with a visual or an aesthetic thing. But the way that you go about with the units and the way that you interact with it is just a bit cumbersome. And finally, finally, why doesn't Apple have like a Google Nest Hub, a screen? which sits in your home, displays the weather, have Siri come up with recommendations, like utilizing photos directly from Apple Photos, and basically just gives you all of the information you have on your iPhone, like already. Then you would be able to speak to Siri, control your like smart home. It just seems like that Apple's smart home implementation is just nothing compared to the broadness of Google Home. And I would want that to change in the future. But apart from that, I'm all in this. I use Apple Podcasts for my podcasts. I read books using their book app. I use CarPlay when I sit down in my car because it knows my routes to and from work. It also knows what kind of podcasts I like. Um, I use Sidecar when I'm working away from my desk. My headsets find the right units whenever someone calls me. it It's just, it's a really neat, ecosystem and I'm kind of through with referring to it derogatively because I feel like the credit we need to give them is that this cohesive nature of these products has me, who has little time, sleep too little now, that he is like kicking me in the face at 2am at night. I want my butler. I want someone to take care of my time and make sure that it knows me well enough to know what I want even before I want it. And for that, these are the best. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.